other gods. They are the works of man. You are the only God. There is none like you, Jehovah. You are the most high. You are the most high God, Jehovah. You are the most high God. You are the most high. You are the most high God, Jehovah. You are the most high. You are the most high God, Jehovah. You are the most high God. You are the most high. You are the most high God, Jehovah. You are the most high. Jehovah Jireh, you are the most high God, Elohim. You are the most high. Adonai, you are the most high God, Abba Father. You are the most high. King of kings, you are the most high God, Jehovah. You are the most high God. You are the most high. You are the most high God, Jehovah. You are the most high. Prince of peace, you are the most high God, Elohim. You are the most high. Adonai, you are the most high God. Abba Father, you are the most high. Yahweh, you are the most high God. Every other God, they are the works of man. You are the only God. You are the most high God, Yahweh. You are the most high. Elohim, you are the most high God. Adonai, you are the most high. Abba Father, you are the most high God. Jehovah, you are the most high God. You are the most high. You are the most high God. Hallelujah. Call upon Jesus in the time of trouble. Call upon him and he will answer you. He will answer you. Call upon Jesus in the time of trouble. Call upon him and he will answer you. Hallelujah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakunde. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus, and I am your host. I bring you good tidings. God bless you. Before we dive into today's message, let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Abba Father. Yahweh, take over me, take over this service. Less of me, more of you. Bless your children, Father, when you are done, take all the glory. You should be heard and be seen and not me. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen and amen. God bless you all for always tuning in. Share this message to someone. Invite them to listen and they will be blessed and you as well. Thank you all. God bless you. Welcome. It's Saturday. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. We thank Master Jesus for life. How are you doing? Where are you listening from? How long have you been listening to me? Send me a message. Follow me on Facebook. I'm Kathy Ekakunde on Facebook. Send me a message and let me know. God bless you. So it's been, I think, two hours now I've been struggling to make this message. I've never had a struggle like this. I've never faced 
with challenges this long. I know I've had a couple of probably 45 minutes, one hour to make a message, and it takes me that long. But today, almost two hours or two hours, and I still have not been able to do my morning evangelism. And I'm like, wow, I'm not giving up, right? So I have this message that God gave it to me since um, Wednesday. I even came on on Wednesday. I preached, but I was so tired. I was preaching. I realized I was preaching and sleeping. And even when I was preaching on that Wednesday, I was telling you guys that I hope I don't sleep while preaching. I was reading the Bible and sleeping, and I deleted the message the following day. Probably some people even listened to it. I'm here to preach that message today. Trust none other than Jesus. Trust none other than Jesus. That is the message. Men will fail you. Human beings will fail you. But Jesus is the only one who never fails. He's the only one who never disappoints us. He's the only one who is always there. Jesus gave me this message on Wednesday. I was at work. And then I went to use the restroom like... There was a situation at the place of work. And then when I went to use the restroom, he started reminding me of this. He said, why do you think Jesus never trust or believe in people? Because he knows all about human beings. They can be cold today. The next minute they are hot. They can say something as the next minute. They say, oh, I did not say, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Don't take anyone serious. Listen to them. Let it enter this year and come out this one. Believe in Jesus and just do your best to be good, to be nice, and be kind to people. Show people love, genuine love, and you go your way. Right? Don't expect anything from anyone. It's God who will bless you. It's God who lays it in the heart of people to bless people. Oh, yes. It's God who lays it in the heart of people to show up for people, not human beings. That's why people get disappointed many a times when they trust people or they have done something for them. Especially when you are nice to people. And people will be like, oh, you came through for me. You did this for me. I promise you I will be there for you. When you need me, just give me a call. I'm just a call away. I will be there for you. I will stand by you. I will fight for you. My friend, I love you. And this and that. And they will say all of these things. And when the time comes out, you need them. They don't show up. Or they don't give it their all. And you feel disappointed. That's because you believe in them. You took their words serious. Don't. I've shared this with you a couple of a couple of times, right? God asked me that was 2018, and He was like, "Have I ever abandoned you?" I went to pray. He Himself lay in my heart to pray. It was a beautiful Sunday, and He said, "Go and pray." And then He asked me, "Say, have I ever abandoned you?" And just two years plus ago, God asked me. I was here at the dining table, and I heard clearly. He said, your engagement with me will determine how far you want me to go with you. How are you engaged with God? Or are you giving your all to people instead of channel, channeling that energy to Jesus for, by praying, by fasting, by studying the word, by doing his work, you channel it to human beings, being there for them. I've not said don't be there for people. Help people when you can. Do your best as a human being. But don't expect those same people to help you. It's not even just about expecting them to help you. Don't do it trusting them. Do it because it's the right thing to do as a Christian 
We are called to do good to people, do good to them and go your way. If they return it, fine. If they don't, go your way. God is the one who rewards us. Don't take people for their word. You will enter shock. That you do, you'll be like, wow. Don't take people for their word. You see why it was easy for me as a person to leave the things of the world and follow Jesus. Because I really did not have any serious friend. Like some of you said, my best friend. I never had a best friend that it was difficult for me to part away from them. They'll be like, oh, I've done this with this friend. Some of you, you trust friends. Some of you, you count on friends. Some of you, everything is my friend. You have problem, you, you tell your friend. Share things with people, good and fine. But then, God first. You can have that friend you trust, that friend you count on, but don't put on your trust in them. Because let me tell you, when challenges come, let's in the middle of the night, you really need help. That friend is there in their house, sleeping and snoring. You are calling their phone, probably their phone is off or it's on silence. There are people when they go to bed, they switch off their phone. I have a family friend who told me that they don't pick up calls at night. Because they had a bad experience. The wife lost the brother. And they called them in the middle of the night. And these people called. The person called back from home. Could not really talk to them that long. Just called and told them that their brother has died. That was back then when we used to use a card. You buy a card, a telephone card. And then you scratch it up and you load your card. And then you call. You, you give you some minutes to call back home. Then you can talk. In the middle. It's not now that there is there's WhatsApp. In the middle of the night. All shop, uh, what's it called? Call shops are closed. Where do they get this card? This person just called. And from them to call from Cameroon to here was pretty expensive. So probably the brother just called. Hey, hello, sister. Hey, this brother has died, though. Call back. Oh, and sister, oh, they are crying. What happened? Why are you people crying? Oh, brother has died. Oh, and then they switch off the call. Maybe they didn't even have enough credit. Now you are confused. You can't even talk to anybody. Do you know how painful? At least when you even talk to people, it will be painful. Yeah, but when you talk to people, you release or you can even understand what's really happening. And he said, he told the wife, he said, no more. From today henceforth, when we are in bed, we are in bed. When we put us our phones, it's 9 o'clock or so, or when it's 8 p.m., we don't pick any calls. We don't pick any calls. So tell me that you now you are calling somebody like this who doesn't pick up their calls after 8 p.m. Let's put it that way. Or 10 p.m. And they are your very good friend. They have told you, you know what, I'll be there for you at any time you call me. And you are faced with a situation. You are calling them in your house. Probably are going through something. You need help. You need somebody to come and help you. You can't reach them. But Jesus is there. Once you go down on your knee and you cry, say, Father, look at what is happening this night. Father, please help me. He's right there to come in and help you. To give you probably that peace that you need. Probably that rest or to tell you what to do. You start dropping ideas in your mind. Why not do it like this? You'll be, you'll be like, oh, a thought just came to me to do it this way. When you're explaining it to people later. But that was Jesus who is there helping you. The Holy Spirit telling you. Go this way. No, don't do this or do that. Yes. If you have a relationship with him, before you even call, he will tell you, 
Before you even say this, he will come in your dreams and show you things. Preparing you. He will tell you to fast. You will be like, ah, God just laid in my heart to fast. I don't know when. You will be like, wow, so if I did not fast, this is what would happen. Thank God I fasted. Oh, thank God I prayed. Have a relationship with him. Put him at the center of everything. Why do you think God asked me? He said, your engagement with me will determine how far you want me to go with you. If you are the one who goes to him occasionally, you are not connected to him. So how does he even talk to you? You will not even understand. You will not know his voice. But you have, if you are engaged in him and with him and he's in his things, when he's talking, you know this is God talking to me. That's how far he will take you. He will reveal things to you before they even happen. That's what he means by my, your engagement with me will determine how far you want me to go with you. If you're a spiritual person, that one who prays all the time, you fast, you read your Bible, you are doing things of God, your mind is clear, all you have in your head is God. I beg you, God will come even in your dreams and tell you, wake up. A robbery is about to take place in your, in your area, on your house. Stay guard. Before they are coming to do something, God will show you in your dream. You'll be like, hey, I saw this in my dream. Or God will tell you, wake up and pray. And you start praying. You wake up in the middle of the night. You don't even know why you are awake. You don't know why you are awake. Before it's, it's like, what can I do now? Okay, let me just pray. You go, as, you go back to sleep and God shows you something. This happened to me two nights ago. <laughs> God is amazing. Two nights ago, breaking Thursday, yesterday was Friday, I went to bed, I slept, it was that Wednesday that I preached like that, right, I was so tired, 9.30, I slept, I think I didn't even take my vitamins, I realized my daughter came and lay beside me, I was like, go to your bed, I slept off. At about 1 a.m. or so, I woke up. I used the restroom. I came back. I lay in bed. I could not sleep. I was like, why? It's just 1 a.m. or so. I think 1.25 thereabout. I'm not so sure, but it was past midnight. But I think I saw 1. I think 1.25 I saw. Or was it 0.025? I can't really remember. I'm not so sure they are, but it was past midnight. So I was like, why did I wake up now? Oh, I still need to sleep because if I don't have enough sleep tomorrow in the morning, I don't want to sit in class and I'm sleeping, covering my eyes and, you know, and besides, I'll feel so tired and I don't like that mood. I don't like to be in it when, I, when you don't have enough rest, you know. I like to have my seven to eight hours sleep per night, wake up in the morning strong and end. But I don't like CSing in the day. I don't even have the time with my job. I start from 7.45, many I'm at school by 7.30 to 6 to 16 o'clock, 4 p.m. At time it extends when they don't pick the kids early. So I get home by 5. There are days I go shopping, I get home by 6. So when is the time to see us? And then when I get home, I have to prepare dinner for my family. So you see, if I have to preach or whatever I have to do, I have two to three hours to do that. 
So after I finish cooking, that's when maybe I might go to social media. Okay, let me see what's going on on Facebook. Or let me see how many people have engaged in the messages I, I preach. Or I have to preach that night and post it. Or this. Before you know it's 10 o'clock, it's 11. I have to close my eyes and sleep to wake up the next day at 6. So I like to get my night's sleep straight, 7 hours. Wake up feeling all strong. So I can go about my business because I know how tedious my day is. How hectic it is for me. I have to do this, do that, do that. So there is no time. So while I slept and then I woke up in the middle of the night or so, I went on Facebook. I could not. I did. I was like, God. Then I saw that video has uploaded. I think I tried to listen. I switched it off. I went, okay, let me pray. Because I slept. I'm not sure if I prayed. I just lay in bed like that and I slept off. So I prayed. I didn't even pray that much. And I was not I was not standing up. I was laying there in bed and then I prayed. But I realized after praying, I still went on my phone. I think I started looking for clothes. <laughs> I went to one website. I came back on Facebook. Then it was four. I'm like, no, at least let me sleep for these two hours. Right? So I don't know when I even slept. But when I slept, I had a dream. I saw myself, like a woman was behind me and my apostle was in front of me. She had a long white robe. She was in front of me and I was like, apostle, this woman is following me. Then I was like, go away, why are you following me? And I was chasing the woman, I rebuked the person. Then my apostle prayed for me. But now, this is not Apostle. That was Jesus who came in her face. Right? And he prayed. He said, your, you, and you and your family and your husband, you are free in Jesus' name. I said, Amen. Either he said that or he said, you and your family and your husband, you are protected in Jesus' name. I said, Amen. But I know the prayer was, either he said you are free or you are protected. Then as she showed me, as we we're going like that, he showed me a door, a very big door. You know how the church doors are? They are always double, right? Big white door and a white house. He showed me, he said, just like as this door is closed now, when they open it, that's how your doors are open. Like he's trying to show me that when you open that door, you see how wide it is. He said, that's how your doors are open. I said, amen. Then I woke up and I slept again. Before you know my alarm rang. When the alarm rang, I switched it off. I lay there. Something was like, wake up. Hey, I jumped. I look, it's three past six. I said, no. I might sleep now. And then I find myself, you know, waking up at eight or nine. And it will be too late. So I woke up and I got ready. I'm like, wow. So God woke me up for me to pray. And then he showed me that dream. Because guess what? I went to school that day. I did not feel tired on that Thursday. Mind you, Wednesday, I was so tired that I preached. I was sleeping while I was preaching. I deleted the message. I was like, no, I have to give God the best so I could not leave it. I could not say, okay, let it be on record that I preach on Wednesday. No, I had to delete it. Wednesday, I was, Thursday, I was so energized. I came back, did my things, and I went to bed normal. Woke up yesterday. We had carnival. Went to school. Came back. And I went out with my friend yesterday. We had dinner and we talked. We, we left home at 7. She picked me up. And we came back almost 11. I've not been out for a long time. She, said she was like, 
She can't remember the last time she went out like without her family, you know. Her friend came from Dubai to visit her. That was the last time she went out and we're talking. And funny enough, this person is not even from my country. She's not even my, 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 from my continent. <laughs> but see, God is the one who will put people together. Yes. And we talk. We talk. We had a good time. We ate and we came back home. She's like, my friend, I'm always there. I really don't have anything to do. When you are free, just send me a message so we can hang out again, right? So from time to time, it's good to just go out, take some fresh air. Because somebody like me, my, my program, morning, wake up, work, come back, my kids, I preach, my kids, that's my life. Weekend, clean, shopping. Now they're waiting for me to go shopping. We would have gone long time ago because of the challenges I faced today that I've never had like I had today. I don't know what happened. For almost two hours, I've been trying to preach, to make a video, to put there on my WhatsApp. I wrote already since morning. I said, because I do on weekends, especially Saturday, morning coffee with King Jesus. I put it already. So people are expecting now the message. I haven't done it. I've been struggling. I've preached. I've deleted. Preached. I've deleted. I still have one that I just did before I came on here. That I'm not satisfied. Because I was, at first my thought was, should I preach first here? Then I do the message, or let me just do it. And then I said, since I've already put it, the morning coffee with Jesus, let me just preach and put it there, put the video out there for them. Uh, I do it in a summary form and then come here and preach. But I did not succeed for two hours plus or so. I didn't succeed. But I'm like, whatever challenges that I'm facing, I must put this message across. Then at one point, I was like, you know what, let me just come here and preach. And then I'll visit that again. Whatever thing it is, God will take care of it. Right? Never give up. Know that when the enemy is fighting something like this, it means this message is going to change somebody's life. This message is for someone. Someone needs to hear this. Maybe there's somebody who has put their trust out there on people and not Jesus. They need to hear this. There's somebody who is brokenhearted right now because they trusted somebody thinking that person will be there for them. That person will come through for them. And that person disappointed them. But they need to hear this. They need to hear this that they only need to trust but God, Jesus, and nobody else. And they will, you know, get themselves. And that's why the enemy is fighting. So turn to the book of John. John 6. Let's read verses 1 right down to 50, 51 for a better, better understanding. Let's read it. After this, Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea, also known as the sea of Tiberias. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went, because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. It was nearly night for the Jewish Passover. It was nearly time. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming looking for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed, to feed all these people? He was testing Philip, 
for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, Even if we walked for months, we would not have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon's Peter brother, spoke up. There is a young boy here with five belly loaves and two fish. But what good is that with his huge with this huge but what good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. So they all sat down on the grassy slope. The men alone numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves and gave thanks to God and, dis and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted. Amen, amen. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, Now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled twelve baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from five barely loaves. When the people saw him do these miraculous signs, they exclaimed, Surely! He is the prophet we have been expecting. When Jesus saw that they were ready to force him to be their king, he slipped away into the hills by himself. Amen? Amen. That evening, Jesus' disciples went down to the shore to wait for him. But as darkness fell and Jesus still had not come back, they got into the boat and headed across the lake towards Soon, a galley swept down upon them, and the sea grew very rough. They had rowed three or four miles. Then suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water towards the boat. They were terrified, but he called out to them, Don't be afraid, I am here. Then they were engaged. Then they were eager sorry, to let him in the boat. And immediately they arrived at their destination. Amen, amen. Immediately Jesus entered their boat. They arrived at their destination. Immediately Jesus entered their boat. They arrived at their destination. That is how quick it was. And that is how quick it will be for you. Immediately you accept him and you make him your personal Lord and Savior. And you put him at the center of everything you do. You commit him in his hands. You tell him to lead you. That is how quick he will take you to wherever you are going to. Whatever journey. We are all here on a mission for a reason and a purpose here on earth. He will take you quick to fulfill your purpose and destiny. Something you have been struggling by yourself to do in years. Once Jesus is in charge, it will be like this. At the snap of my finger, that's how quick it will go. Remember, they were having a rough time with their boat. But immediately, Jesus appeared walking on the water. And as soon as he entered their boat, they just got to their destination. Like everything was fast. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that the disciple had taken the only boat and they realized Jesus had not gone with them. Several boats from the 
Several boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. Where am I? Uh, where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So when the crowd saw, so when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor the disciples were there, they got into the boat and went across to Capernaum to look for him. They found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spread your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. Amen. Amen. He said, spend. Mm. Wait. Jesus then replied, he tell, he tell you to tell you. Huh? I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous side, but don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking eternal life. There are some people who are so concerned about things of this world. They are forgotten that there is life after here. That's why the Bible says, seek him first, the kingdom of God. It's the same thing Jesus is telling them. Spend all your energy to seek eternal life. Everything you are doing, let it be towards heaven. Let it be that at the end of the day you make heaven. Not about anything here on earth. All these are perishable things. They will get rotten, they will get detained and decay. That car you have bought now that you sacrificed, you are working tirelessly to buy that car, buying the latest model. You bought it last year, 2023, right? And 2024, a new one has come out. <laughs> A new one has come by that designer bag. You know, wow, this is the latest designer bag from Louis Vuitton. Look at the shape, man. Louis Vuitton is also not sleeping. They don't make one and they stay there. They keep producing. Mm -hmm. So why you are wasting your time doing all these things here? Focusing on earthly things. It's not good for you. Spend that time and that energy to focus on heavenly things. The kingdom things to have a relationship with him, a sound relationship to be engaged with him, that you will hear his voice, he will show you things, he will tell you things. They replied, We want to we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? There are some people who are pastors today, not because they want to serve God, they are doing it for themselves. Let people also come to them, they want attention. Cloud chasers. That's why they will go any length. Some will start looking to do some are faking miracles. Some are doing uh, what's it called? Uh, um, jazz. Voodoo. Yeah, they go and take the power from the devil. But it doesn't last. That's what this person they say. We also want to perform God. They want to also do miracles like Jesus did. So people applaud the people like, wow, following them. Hey, this one can perform miracles. Oh, this one. No. They didn't say that, that they really wanted to. They said, we want to do his work also. Jesus told them, said, this is the only work God wants from you. 
believe in the one he has sent. Isn't it? You want to work for me? You want to work for God? Okay, fine. God has given you a job to just pray. That's your work. Pray fast. Tell people about Jesus. Believe in Jesus. You must not perform signs and miracles. You know, you must not walk in the miracle. Uh, 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 um, this thing, what's it called? God has called people differently. There are some people who are good in teaching the word. There are some people who can teach the word, who can still pray for people and deliver people. There are people, yes, there are different departments in preaching the word of God. There are some, He has given them wisdom in interpreting the word. There are some who he has given the gifts of speaking in tongues who can understand and interpret it. So if your ministry is just be that one who is an intercessor, keep praying for people. Believe in Jesus that Jesus can do this and keep praying. Jesus said the only work he wants you is to believe in the one he has sent. The answer, show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you. Can you imagine? The same people, he did a miracle before their eyes. He fed them with just five bread and two fish. They ate until there were 12 baskets left over. Do you think these people did not take? They also packed some with them. Yes, they took some with them. And this is now the one that the disciple gathered, 12 baskets before their own very eyes. There is no bakery there in the days where they were. Up in that hill, in that mountain, there was no bakery there that said, oh, they were baking that bread here. And we, before we came, they had ordered a boat of fish. No. They have forgotten about us. They show us. Show us a miraculous signs. If you want us to believe in you. What can you do after all? Our ancestors and manna while they journeyed through the wilderness. The scripture says Moses gave them bread from he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said. Now is Jesus talking to them. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Moses did not give you bread from heaven. My father did. And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us the bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you have not believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose, I should not lose, sorry, I should not lose even one of all those he has given me, but that I should raise them up at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Then the people began to murmur in this, in this agreement because he has said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Amen? Amen. Someone listening. They said, it's not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, we know his father and mother. How can he say, I, am the, I, I came down from heaven? 
And some people say, is it not Kati that I know? She's not calling herself an ambassador of Jesus. Ambassador of Christ Jesus. He represents Jesus preaching. I know Katina we went to school. When did she even go to Bible school? Mm. You know me, right? But you don't know the plan that Jesus, God has for me. Even though we went to school, you didn't know that God was planning all this. Even though we we're going to school, you didn't know that in my heart I wanted to become a reverend sister. I love God so much that I want to work for him. And the enemy used it against me. Turn it around. But God turned it. Oh, God blended it in his plan. And God said, you wanted to serve me as a reverend sister. You have been stuck in a parish. Today, I'll put you out there that the whole world would know that I am God. I created you and I have called you to do my work. And there is nothing anyone to do can do about it because I've put a sword in your hand. Go and preach my word. You will say as I say. You were not there when God called me. Mm-hmm. So you seen Jesus. Knowing the mother, the father, doesn't mean you know everything about him. Hello? Is somebody here? We don't know things about people. We don't know their destiny. But this is what people were saying. How can he say he came down from heaven? But Jesus replied, stop complaining about what I said. For no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them to me and all the last and all and at the last day i will raise them up as it as it is written in the scriptures they will all be taught by god everyone who listens to the father and and learns and learn from him comes to me not that anyone has ever seen the father let me take it go i hope i've not skipped they will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has ever seen the Father. Only I who was sent from God has seen him. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes has eternal life. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes has eternal life. Anyone. As long as you believe in him, you will have eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness. But they all died. Anyone who eats the bread from heaven, however, will never die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And this bread which I will offer so the world May live in my flesh. Amen. Amen. The summary of this message is that don't trust people. When they were eating the fish and bread, when he performed the miracle, they didn't say, Is this not Jesus? We know Mary, Joseph's son. When he was going about healing people, now he's saying that he is the one, he's the Messiah, the true bread of life. They're like, How can you be? So what do you think he's, he, how come he's doing all of this? The same people say, we want to make you king. Today they're like, show us a sign. My dear brothers and sisters, don't trust on human beings. They will fail you. The only one you should put your trust on and in is Jesus. Count on him at every time and any time. Call upon him. He'll be there for you. If you don't want to 
be heard. Don't believe people. Don't take them for their word. When they say, just say, okay, I've heard you. I've heard you. That's why we need to pray at all times. Be in God's presence at all times. Yes. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Finally, the message is out there. Let me go and post the videos that I did earlier on um, what's up. I'll just go and select a few. I have to go groceries now. It's 12.29 p.m. my time. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. You are blessed. Your weekend is blessed. Go out, spread love, share love. I love you all. The love of God. Remember to trust Jesus. Put him at the center of everything you do. Engage with him and in him. Ask him what is your mission here on earth. Commit your day in his hands. Say, Father, what do you want me to do today? What is my assignment for this day? Okay? Not people. Yeah, some of you are like, oh, I have friends. My friends will be there. My friends will come through for me. Oh, I'm in this group. I'm in a ladies' group. We are 20 of us. When there's a problem, they are always there, my dear, and this and that. No. No, no, no. You can be in that group and those people come. They really don't even do what. Some of them even come and they just sit. Some will be giving excuses. Oh, I cannot come. Sorry, I'll be traveling. Or they just send their own contribution. Especially my African people, you know what I'm talking about. They're always having these meetings here and there. Or tribal meetings. It's good to belong with your people. Connect with them. And this and that. But don't trust in these people. Even though it states in your constitution that when it's trouble, they stand for one another. My dear, there are people that their own will come. People will not be there. I remember when I used to be in my tribal meeting. And we had this situation where a member lost the father. And some people found out that it's not her biological father. This is her sister's husband. When the sister got married, the sister took her. She said she was two years or so. Is it two years, she said? Or whatever. But she was very young. The sister took her in. So is this man that trained her to school. So technically, this man is her father. Is the man who raised her, the sister's husband. Right? Now, because people don't want to pay in their contribution, claiming that it has to be a biological father, not the man who raised you up. She said her father died while she was young. Her sister's husband is the one she has been looking up to as father. Man, these people... Or the person who brought first information went behind and started conniving with others and telling her, no, don't give that money. She doesn't deserve it. She doesn't merit it. Because this is what our constitution is saying. Your father, but that man she's saying is her father. He's not a biological father. And this and that. I was, they came and called me. They told me, I was like, really? Okay. Then let me pocket my money. I did not pay in. Sorry, but that's the truth. I also did not. I was, I, I fell for it also. I was like, really? It's not correct. She should have at least told us that he's not the biological father so that we should know the truth. Other than telling us, yes, he's the biological father and this and that. She won't be... Um, mm -hmm. So now, this person in her mind, she knew she belongs in a group. A thing like this has happened. They're going to give her maybe 500 euros or 1,000 euros if every member contribute, right? And these people came. They, were not, they, didn't, they didn't even perform. They didn't even engage how they're supposed to engage in this occasion. They stood outside. Yes. Questioning the husband. 
Oh, you know that your wife, this is not the Baloika father. Why didn't you both tell us? People want to take money from us. She doesn't marry that money. Oh, my God. The man keep his cool. They did that. That woman, why do you think she will feel disappointed, right? But if you call on God, even if you are in a place like that, you are still praying. In that type of situation, let me tell you, those people, God can even erase that type of thing in their mind. They'll be like, oh, our sister has lost the father. Oh, let's go and support her. Maybe it's years later they'll come and find out that, or even in the course of it, they'll be like, but it's okay now. It's see the man who brought her up. Why not? Let's just give her the money. After we all came here this evening with the money, let's just give it to her. That's just one out of many examples. So don't count on your, your, your groups that you are. I mean, this group, my ex-student uh, group, or oh, my this, my, my Ima Mata, they are there, they will, do, they will not. Some might even just come, they're just, they'll be observers, they'll just be looking. You expect your Ima Mata to come when you have a, an occasion. They go around, pick bottles, they're the ones seven people. No, your Ima Mata will come and sit. You, instead be the one to attend to them. Mm. And there's this other person. Who doesn't belong in anything? All they know is their Jesus, so they pray to him. Probably for some reason, maybe because financially they are not buoyant. They say, I don't want to commit myself in any group because those groups also, it's contribution. As you are contributing, they are contributing for you. That's how you also contribute to them. I imagine when you are 20, 15, things happen. Maybe somebody has put to bed. Somebody lost the brother. That one lost the mother. That one is doing this. So contribution, almost every month, money is going out. And this person is like, financially, I'm not even ready. I don't have that money. So let me just be, you know. They are still nice to people. They are praying to their Jesus. They believe in him. When something happens, people will be like, ah, that one doesn't believe, belong in any group. Let's see what will happen. People in her community, they'll be like, oh, this sister is so nice. She always greets. She always talks nicely. Really, that's what happened. Let me go there. They're like, oh, my dear, I'm coming to give you my support. They will come. They look for an envelope. They put something and they chip in your hand. Before you know, you're like, Wow. Yes. Yeah. So do God's work. Believe in him. That's the only work he wants us to do. That's what Jesus told them. He said the only work God wants you to perform is to believe in the one he has sent. Believe in Jesus. Seek him first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. Even your enemy, God will make him to be in good terms with you. God will make your enemy to favor you if you are right with him. Okay, people of God, I leave you with that one today. Remember, God is love. Show people love. Show people kindness. And do your best and leave the rest for God. Okay? Until we meet again, you are blessed. Bye-bye.